It's the two-year anniversary of the show and time to turn the microphone your way. Today, how this show has helped you. This is Coaching for Leaders, Episode 100. Produced by Innovate Learning. Maximizing Human Potential. Greetings to you from Orange County, California. This is Coaching for Leaders, and I'm your host, Dave Stahoviak. This is a weekly coaching show to help people be better leaders through improved communications, human relations, and personal productivity. And it is the two-year anniversary of the show, show number 100, and a huge congratulations to everyone who's been a part of this community. It was always my hope that when I hit this point in the journey of the show, that the celebration wouldn't just be about hitting show 100, but that it would truly be a celebration less for me and more for you, the Coaching for Leaders community. And as you're going to hear today, it is very much a celebration for all of us. Some wonderful things have been happening with all of you, and I am so excited to have been a small part of it. And I can't wait to share all the feedback I received for this episode. So I'm going to jump in here in just a minute. Uh, I wanted to mention two things up front. First of all, if this is your very first time listening to Coaching for Leaders, welcome. I hope you keep listening because you'll get a lot out of this episode today, even though I'm not hitting on a one topic like I normally do, because you're going to hear how people have been utilizing the show. And in fact, it's a great place to start because I'm going to reference previous shows that people bring up in uh, their feedback, and it's a great starting point for beginning to navigate the Coaching for Leaders library. Secondly, I'm also going to mention that normally I shoot for about 30 to 40 minutes with the with this show every week on Mondays. Um, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to we'll go way past that <laughs> this time. There's a lot of feedback, and so I'd probably be closer to about an hour. So just wanted to let you know that it's that's not going to be a new trend, by the way. I'm still going to stick to 30 to 40 minutes, um, but I am going to go a little longer on this show because I wanted to include as many people as possible. So with that said, I'm going to jump right in here with audience feedback and uh, get, uh, get the word out here about uh, what people have been saying uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I'm so excited to be able to get to share that with you here today. So uh, let's have our uh, first piece of feedback uh, here from uh, Ben. Take it away, Ben. Hi, Dave. Ben Kruger from Authority Engine here. Wanted to give you a quick shout because I really appreciate what you guys are doing um, over here with Coaching for Leaders. It's really, really helpful to those of us out there uh, who may not have natural leadership talent and are always looking to improve ourselves uh, in that kind of leadership role. So thank you very much. I wanted to drop in quick and say that I really appreciated the Pam Fox Roland episode uh, where you guys talk about a couple of the different ways as a leader you can maximize those new leadership roles or you know maximize yourself as that new leader. Uh, within a new position. And one of the key takeaways that I had from it was the honeymoon period. Uh, I know this is kind of a basic concept, but for me, it really rung true in that I've been in a few different management roles previously. However, um, I'm now into a couple different leadership roles to where um, both I'm the, the owner and the hiring manager, as well as um, the manager or leader of a community or a, a mastermind or a circle of people um, all with a common goal. So both of those are a little bit new roles for me. And so I've really, I'm really looking forward to using some of the concepts 
uh, that Pam brought up with the honeymoon period, particularly for these new roles and really helping to develop those relationships and kind of set expectations for how the how those relationships and how those uh, roles and and communities will engage with both me and each other as we move forward. So I really appreciate what you guys are doing here. Uh, thank you so very much. And uh, thank you for all of the expertise. Have a fantastic day, man. Hey, Ben, thank you so much for the feedback. And I'm glad that episode was helpful to you. It's really gotten me thinking about a lot of things too, from my conversation with Pam. And certainly one of them is that honeymoon period. We think about that a lot in our personal relationships and marriages. I think Pam and I even talked about that on the show. And, uh, you know, it's it's absolutely true in organizations, too, is really um, utilizing that initial time to set expectations. It's so key. So, uh, so if you haven't checked out that episode already and you're listening, it's Coaching for Leaders, episode 98. And Pam's book is The 42 Rules for Your New Leadership Role. And Pam is good people, so make sure to check out her book, and, uh, you know, Ben, you mentioned uh, a lot of us aren't natural leaders. I'll throw myself in that category for sure. I find myself making mistakes all the time, always learning better th- ways to do things. I know there's things now I'm not doing effectively as a leader I'd like to be getting better at. And I think that's really probably true for most of us who are part of this community. There are there's certainly some people out there that have really natural abilities to lead people and just so m- many things come very naturally for when it comes to leading people well, man, those people are really, really few and far between in my experience. Most of the time, most of the effective leaders I know have really learned how to do that well over time. And so uh, you're right there with us as far as your uh, your leadership development. So congratulations on your, your new venture. And I very much look forward to keeping in touch and keeping our dialogue going. Hey, our next uh, piece of feedback here is from Oliver. Hello, Dave. This is Oliver Pelayo calling from the West Coast. In starting this year, 2013, you talked about three words that can challenge us in how we live our life this year. My three words were debt-free, speak, and grow. Debt-free. Every time I think of every little thing that I want or need, I was guided by these words. This year, I have been diligently working on my budget and will be paying off my car in two months. Speak is my second word. My plan was that after completing my master's in nursing education, I would begin my speaking career. It's hard to believe in this time that I do not have Facebook and or Twitter accounts. I treasure my privacy, I suppose. However, To grow in advance, I would have to get out there and be seen, be heard, and be known. Well, I graduated from my master's in nursing education. I had developed a self-hosted blog, and I also spoke in a conference, all within four months from stating my goal to speak. Grow is my third word. Read, read, and read some more. Seek new things. Learn from others and be uncomfortable, as in, get out of my comfort zone. Well, I have moved 180 miles to get closer to my dream. I am now working in a university hospital where I can have various options, from being a nurse at bedside to teaching and speaking. 
Dave, you have brought clarity to goal setting. Your podcast had simplified a process and in turn brought tangible results that would forever change my life. It doesn't end here though. Your continued dedication to change and development will continue to challenge us, your listeners, to become better at what we do. Interestingly, your voice touches the lives of many listeners, which in turn will be felt by countless more as your listeners produce meaningful and effective results. Thank you, Dave, for your guiding and encouraging thoughts. Oliver, man, that's awesome. Good for you, man. I'm so excited for you and the things you've done with that show and going forward and all the episodes you've listened to. Uh, By the way, the show Oliver's speaking about is episode 70, how three words can drive your development this year. So check that out if that's of interest to you. And Oliver, you know, the thing I love about what you've said, I mean, not only have you taken action on all the areas that were you said were important at the beginning of the year. And I remember you emailing me right after that episode and telling me those three things. And the thing that I love, though, is that even though you had that fear, you were willing to take action in spite of it. And I think that's what really what courage is. So when I think of you, I think of courage. Courage is not absence of fear. It is movement forward in spite of fear. It is the mastery of fear, or at least the willingness to move in spite of that fear showing up. And so I just, I just encourage you, lift you up, keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, I, I struggle with some of the same things you do as far as stepping out, you know, I tend to be a quieter person. And so uh, I really resonate a lot with what you said. And hey, I hope you'll send me your blog too. Um, I'd love to share it with the community here. I'd love to start reading it. And uh, I'll link to it in the show notes for this episode. So send it my way. And um, you may know I do some a uh, couple of leadership classes a year for folks who are getting their master's in nursing. So it uh, might be a value to them too. So, hey, that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm so excited for you. And I can't wait to uh, keep chatting with you. Okay, hey, next uh, piece of feedback here is from Steve. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Dave. Uh, thanks uh, so much for your podcast. I want to give you a shout out and just say congratulations on number 100. I've really enjoyed listening to the show. A couple of stories that stick out to me. Um, one is from your newsletter. And I remember a story you mentioned about getting ready to go present and the speaker ahead of you just kept taking questions and answers from their coworkers and you just kept uh, thinking, oh my goodness, I'm losing time, losing time. But then you had changed around and had a positive attitude and just worked with what you had to and was grateful that you had an opportunity to be there in the first place. Uh, they're the client, they're the ones that asked you to go and were um, inviting you there. So the way, the way that you turned that attitude around into a positive thing was helpful. I use that a lot. It comes into my my uh, work when I am teaching, and there's things out of my control with technology on the, on the endpoint of my students who can't get into their work online, or there's a number of factors that come up. Um, it's always just just counted as uh, well. This is what I can do, and this is the situation we're at, and go forward with it. Uh, second thing is uh, I really enjoyed the interview with Susan Kane as well. I thought that was a great interview. Uh, working with her, and she had a lot of insight uh, to bring out about the power of uh, introverts and being able to still lead effectively. So, once again, uh, thank you for your podcast. Great show, and I uh, look forward to listening some more this year. Thank you. Hey, Steve, thank you so much for the feedback. Uh, Steve has been just wonderful on 
commenting on episodes and sharing links on Twitter and commenting on the articles that I send out. Uh, So Steve, thank you so much for doing that and being such an engaged member of the community. And I'm so glad that you remember me having a positive attitude uh, during that uh, situation I talked about where I ran out of, I was getting uh, cut out of my time and speaking um, because that's that's not really what happened. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my attitude was pretty bad during it, actually. I remember being stressed through the whole thing, and I don't remember having sort of the positive uh, feelings about the, the lessons until well after it happened. So thanks for giving me a, fine, a positive reputation to remember that by. I really appreciate it. Um, I'll put a link to that uh, article in the show notes for those who are interested in it as well. And uh, and also, thank you so much for mentioning Susan Kane. I really enjoyed having her on the show last year. Uh, that was Coaching for Leaders episode 44. Um, and Susan wrote a New York Times bestseller on called Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. And if you are someone who tends to be a little quieter and uh, like me, and uh, that's something that you know is you know kind of more your preference, I think you'll find a lot of value in that book. I know I did. Uh, in addition, if you have someone in your life, uh, your personal life or your professional life, which you almost certainly do, who's a little quieter, uh, Reading that book will really help you to understand how to work with them better, how to live with them better. So I really encourage you to check that out as well. And uh, again, that's episode 44, and I had a great chat with Susan about her book. So thanks, Steve. I really appreciate you being a part of the community, and thanks so much for uh, your feedback. I, uh, I, am, I am honored by it. All right, our next uh, feedback here is from Debbie. Hello, Dave. Congratulations on your 100th episode of Coaching for Leaders. You have done an excellent job of choosing engaging topics that leaders encounter on a continual basis. I usually promote your show to one or two people weekly. You have done a good job of addressing so many needs. I have so appreciated your transparency and honesty of growth in your own life and leadership through your years of experience. You sharing your own opportunities of growth have been very helpful. Naturally, the shows that are most fun are the ones that the microphone is shared with Bonnie. Her experience and wealth of knowledge coupled with her experience in communication is very engaging when the two of you comfortably share with us. You have a good natural ability to bring out the best of each of your guests and make good use of their time. As I looked back through the titles and reflected on which one I wanted to share for my specific story, It was rather challenging. Since I cannot choose one episode specifically, I want to highlight, I will answer the first question. What's one thing you've discovered from listening to the show as an overarching principle? The overarching principle is that I have learned is that leadership is not a place of achievement. It is an evolving growth cycle with many aspects. It will be a lifetime learning experience, but it has many wonderful resources available to draw from. Your show, Coaching for Leaders, is one of those resources. You have highlighted two of my favorites, Meyer-Briggs Type Indicator, MBTI, and StrengthsFinder. How did I apply what I've learned? The way I have applied the principle is that when I haven't done my best in handling a situation, I say, hmm, it's okay. There is tomorrow. I can try again. There's time and space for improvement. I don't have to be perfect today. In applying the concept of working in my strengths, which is a strengths finder principle, I had a project that I worked on for three months in the leadership team. And we all said, 
this is my strength. Someone else said, this is my strength, this is my strength. And we divided up the task that way. It was very freeing. What was the result? The result of the overarching principle is it makes me much more relaxed. Therefore, those around me are much more relaxed and comfortable. And with the project, we felt the whole thing much, much lighter, and it made it whole much more fun and enjoyable for all of us. Thank you for your good work. I will keep promoting Coaching for Leaders. I'm looking forward to episode 200. Hey, Debbie, thank you so much. I so appreciate your feedback and taking the time to share it. And, uh, you know, I so appreciate the fact that you have made this a uh, part of your leadership development process. And I'm, I'm a big believer like you are that there, there needs to be a lot of different things that are part of our learning and development. And I'm so, uh, I'm so honored that you've made this show one piece of your development. And thank you, by the way, for sharing the show with others. Speaking of things I'm not good at, <laughs> marketing is not one of my bigger strengths. And uh, if there's one thing I, I could do a lot better job of, it's marketing this show. And I'm getting better at that. But I so appreciate folks like you who have uh, become uh, you know, really believers in the show, have utilized it, and have then gone on to share it with others. So thank you so much. And thank you, everyone else who has done that. I am truly honored. I can't think of a greater compliment. And uh, and speaking of Bonnie, uh, you know, you've you've captured one of the big reasons I married her, <laughs> which is I wanted to keep talking to her for like another 80, 90 years. And uh, you know, God willing, I I just love talking with her. We have such great conversations in our relationship, and I am so thrilled that she's been a part of this show uh, as well. And uh, and she'll be back in the next uh, couple of weeks too. So thank you so much. Uh, for saying that about her. And uh, she enjoyed meeting you at the conference a couple months ago, which by the way, if you ever run into us at a conference, either Bonnie or me, please do come up and introduce yourself. We love meeting members of the Coaching for Leaders community. And chances are we won't recognize you because we don't see you. So uh, please do come up and introduce yourself. We always uh, love to meet folks. And you mentioned the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator personality. That was Coaching for Leaders episodes 42 through 46. So if you want to go back and check those out. And then we talked about StrengthsFinder fairly recently with Steve Dozier, and those were on episodes 89 and 90. So all these episodes I'm mentioning here today, by the way, I'm going to put in the show notes. And you can always get to any Coaching for Leaders episode just by going to coachingforleaders.com and then slash the show number. Uh, so 90, it's just slash nine zero to get there. All right, here's our next piece of feedback from Rick. Hey, Dave, Rick Ray here. Thanks for the opportunity to talk to you about my, one of my best podcasts, I guess, was episode number 55 with Dr. Carol Taylor, Leading in Crisis. You might remember my comment that I almost turned this podcast off at the very beginning, but I did learn an important lesson. Finish the podcast regardless of uh, whose podcast it is. Because this turned out to be a great podcast with a great learning uh, potential for me in, in my business. The ticket method that Dr. Taylor discussed in this podcast, the first class ticket being a great seat on stagecoach, and if anything happened, you got to stay inside your, your seat. didn't have to get out of the coach or anything. You got to sit there. Now, the second class ticket, which is also a pretty good seat, but if anything happened, you had to get out of the coach. But you didn't have to do any work to help get that coach fixed and back on the road. Now, the third-class ticket was a, was just a seat on the coach. And if anything did happen, you were expected to get out of the coach, and you were also expected to 
help get that coach fixed. Roll up your sleeves and go to work to help get, get him back on the road. When you lead, I believe you've got to jump in and do the work and get that team fixed. Explaining that ticket method made me put a perspective on it about having a third-class ticket in my business and keeping that position. And using that ticket method to my team has also helped them kind of understand their, their position and what they got to do. they got to get in and do the work. Uh, a lot of leaders, I believe, do a lot of delegation that need to jump in and fix that team before it gets into that crisis position. Unfortunately for Dr. Taylor and her position at Vanguard, they were already in a crisis. So she got that third-class ticket at the very beginning. I'm also a very firm believer in Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. It's a must-read, I believe, for everyone that's in business. My team's been on it for three years because people really don't care about your, your what or your how, but they do care about why, why you're doing what you do. Thanks for all the great podcasts, Dave, and looking forward to episode 100 and 101. Thank you. Hey, Rick, thank you so much for mentioning this show with uh, Dr. Carol Taylor from Vanguard University. This was episode 55, and I love that story, too. In fact, that's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I just so enjoyed talking with Carol, and I was uh, just so tremendously moved by her graciousness to share a very difficult story about a difficult time at a at her institution. And uh, if you haven't listened to that episode uh, and you've just been listening for a little bit, go back, check out episode 55. It's how to lead in a crisis. And I do remember you emailing me right after that, Rick. I think you had gone to the gym that morning. You had it in your headphones. You're like, how to lead in a crisis? Man, you know, I, I don't need to listen to that. I'm not in a crisis. And I'm, I'm so glad you did listen um, because, ah, boy, there's so many leadership lessons from what uh, Carol has done at Vanguard University and her team. And I'm, I'm thrilled to tell you, by the way, that things are going great at Vanguard. Uh, the, the university continues to uh, go strong and continues to recover from the crisis that they were in and has, has had some of the best years of enrollment in, in this history of the school, actually. And uh, actually, uh, Carol's done such fantastic work. She recently stepped down as president and has a, uh, accepted a new position as the president of Evangel University. And so it's a wonderful career move for her. We are, uh, all of us who've been associated with Vanguard have been uh, so thrilled for her for this n- next opportunity in her career. And also at the same time, uh, we're so sad to lose her, uh, but she's just someone who really has um, done a great job leading people and uh, definitely check out that episode. And, and Rick, I, I, you're another person that's just been uh, so consistent with feedback, encouragement, uh, tweets, comments on episodes. I so appreciate your uh, your willingness to um, just uh, contribute to the community on such a regular basis, Rick. I, and I, I appreciate that so much. So thank you uh, so much for sending the feedback. Okay, our next uh, piece of feedback here is from Boshkart. Now, the audio quality on this one isn't so great, and you'll, uh, I'll tell you why here in just a minute. Um, but uh, go ahead, Boshkart, take it away. Hi, Dave. Congratulations on your 100th episode. It's a wonderful news. I'm a big fan of your show. I continuously listen to your episodes. Keep shining and uh, continue this contribution. Wonderful one to the community of coaches. Uh, our support is with you. All the best. This is Baskar Natarajan from Bangalore, India. 
Hey, Bashkar, thank you so much for calling in uh, the feedback. Uh, if you didn't catch that, Bashkar is in Bangalore, India, and he actually listens to the show uh, on his way to work Monday, Mondays or Tuesdays. I can't remember which day you listen, Bashkar. Um, you know, I think this just really highlights the power of this community, the fact that there's so many of us involved who are all over the globe, and you're going to hear a few more here in a little bit. Uh, Bashkar, I just, uh, I so appreciate your willingness to reach out. Uh, I actually um, was very honored to be invited by a group that Bashkar is involved with out in India to uh, present on a conference call uh, six or seven months ago. And uh, and the thing that I love about you, Bashkar, is uh, not only have you listened diligently and we've talked online, um, but I just love your commitment to family too. And when Bashkar and I talked the first time, we got on Skype and his daughter Manvita was on, on Skype too. And she's just a little bit older than Luke. And, and we were video conferencing. And I just I just think we live in amazing times that we can video conference from across the world and have our kids see each other. It's just, just such a neat thing. And Bashkar, I'm so um, honored to have you as part of the community. Thank you so much for calling in that feedback and uh, and keep listening. I'm uh, I'm really excited to uh, to have you as part of the community here. All right, our next piece of feedback here is from Duke. Hi, Dave. This is Duke from Microsoft. I hope you're doing well. Uh, First, I want to say congratulations on your upcoming 100th show. It's quite a milestone to be doing this now for over two years. Just think of all the wonderful people you've met along the way as a result of doing this insightful podcast, not to mention me. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to share with you a quick leadership story that I thought might be worth sharing. Um, So this was a number of years ago now, and I was a remote worker with my team, and our manager flew into town uh, for some meetings, as she normally did. Um, And as usually happened, we went out to dinner. Uh, after work as a work group. Uh, Dinner was wrapping up, and she told each of us uh, to order a dessert to take home to our significant others. Uh, I I did that and received rave reviews from my wife. Uh, She still raves about it, raved about it at the time, um, and still saying things like, hey, what's going on with so-and-so? We should connect with her next time she's in town. So she got rave reviews from that and really endeared herself to not only to me, but also to my wife. So my manager and I, we didn't talk about the decision at the time, but I remember thinking, man, that's brilliant. Not only did she recognize that all of us are more than just workers, she also endeared ourselves to our significant others without even meeting them. And the cost was probably 10 bucks a person. Uh, So think about what what that $10 bought in the real-world connection uh, and the level of loyalty from from employees. Cost almost nothing, um, 10 bucks a person, even if it's 10 people at $100. You know, the what it bought from a loyalty, from a connection standpoint, was just amazing. Anyway, Dave, thanks a lot. Uh, I appreciate your podcast. I appreciate you investing the time uh, in me in a number of different levels for sure. And congratulations on the 100th show. And here's to 100 more. Bye. Hey, Duke, thank you so much for the feedback. And uh, gosh, I just, I, I love the story you told here because, you know, I think when I think back to the leaders who have really been impactful in my life, you know, it's generally not the situations that I think of of real great leadership moments are generally not like someone writing a brilliant business strategy or a brilliant, you know, managing a team perfectly. It, it's the those things are important. Don't get me wrong, and and many of the good leaders I've worked for have done those things well. But it's the personal things that they've done. Those are the things that I remember. And I'm glad that you mentioned this story because it's such a great reminder to all of us that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them and the people around them. And it, you know, it's one of those old cliches, but it's so true. And you know, people 
will uh, will will be willing to go to bat with you and for you if you are willing to invest in them and you go just a step beyond that that what people would normally expect or want. And so uh, I, I really appreciate you sharing that story, Duke. And I appreciate you so much too. All the connections, the feedback. Uh, Duke's actually helped put me in touch with, I think, at, at least one and possibly even two interviews for the show. So I'm, I'm so uh, really appreciate your diligence and listening and just helping me uh, make connections with folks. And uh, Duke and I got to have lunch, I don't know, seven or eight months ago when he was out here in Southern California, which by the way, if anyone's ever traveling out here and you'd love to get together, it, it won't always be possible in my schedule, but I'd love to certainly uh, connect uh, with folks one-on-one too. So Duke, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for all your feedback. I value it greatly and uh, I'm looking forward to continuing to support you however I can. All right. Our next uh, piece of feedback here is from Hakim. Hakim, take it away. Hi, Dave. Uh, This is Hakim from Finland. I just wanted to congratulate you on the two-year anniversary of your show and the hundredth episode. Great stuff. I have only listened to them for a couple of months and I really love them. I found them accidentally with a podcast app on my Lumia Windows phone. What really got me excited uh, was your episode with uh, Mark Goldston on how to listen when somebody is fainting. Of course I got uh, Mark's book called Just Listen from Amazon. And while waiting for the book, I did what Mark advised when my wife, uh, who is a partner account manager in a large software company, was venting about the negative feedback that she had received from his boss about not completing in time some tasks that to me seemed quite routine. So um, instead of the usual Sorry to hear that, darling. I think you should just try harder. I followed Mark's advice and uh, asked, tell me more about these tasks. Tell me more about this and tell me more about that. And I really tried to listen this time, as Mark advised. And during that conversation, he understood that she is most efficient and focused very early in the morning. So she started waking up half past five uh, or six a.m. and do the routine tasks before leaving for work. So her efficiency increased, her boss gave positive feedback and she didn't have to vent about the undone routine tasks at home. So everybody won. So once again, congratulations on your 100th episode and thanks for your work on coaching for leaders. Keep up the good work. Hey, Akim, thank you so much for the feedback. And I really enjoyed this episode as well with Mark Golston. This was uh, episode 91 on how to listen when someone's venting. And if you haven't checked that one out yet, it's a it's a great, great, uh, great model that Mark presented to us. And uh, Hakeem, I'm, I'm so glad this was helpful to you. You know, I've had many times in my career where people have come to me for coaching or we've been talking in a training class or facilitation and they they are trying to affect change in somebody else. They're trying to get someone else to do something. And we always come back to the same thing when people are effective in doing that. When we want to change others, we have to change ourselves first. And great example of you 
changing your way of communicating and listening and how you did something. And by doing that, you affect a change in your wife. And of course, so many other people in your life that you have the ability to do that with now too, now that you've learned and started to utilize this model. So I encourage you to continue to do that. And if I had to pick one thing, one skill that has helped me to influence the world in the last decade as I've been in coaching and training and facilitation, it would be listening. Listening for sure is the one thing that's helped me more so than any other skill I have. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it by any means, um, but if if I had to choose one thing that uh, has helped me more, it would be listening. So uh, I really encourage if that's something that anyone who's listening is is really looking to get better at listening skills, uh, definitely check out episode 91. Mark Golston's a great resource for that. Okay, our next uh, piece of feedback here is from Carolee. Carolee, take it away. Hi, Dave. This is Carolee from Elope in Colorado Springs, and I wanted to give you uh, give a little input on the great show that you're doing. And it's hard to pick one, even two uh, specific uh, examples because there are so many. You've done a great job of providing us opportunities to think a little bit deeper and pause for a moment and reflect. So I do have one, though, that has really resonated and rippled out within our organization and it was about the why to do a recognition program and um, we uh, we're big believers in recognition here and and then it can be more than just money and sometimes it's just giving a thank you note Um, a couple of examples that really came out of just listening to that and being reminded of how important it is to give thanks to our people in genuine uh, really genuine ways Uh, one of them was a one of the gals on our distribution team who just started out roughly had a rough time with her attendance and she was young and and pretty inexperienced um and uh we we had a serious talk with her a while back of like you you get straight or you're gone and and it was a hard talk but she totally responded she's become one of our star performers and she's so de- dedicated and has a smile on her face and I'm just so appreciated and so proud and proud of her for her transition and what an example she set for the rest. So I wrote her a little personal note on a card and uh, stuck it in an envelope with her name on it and as I walked by I kind of slipped it on her clipboard right in front of her and kept walking and she looked at me uh, like surprised and later she wrote me a note saying it just totally made her day her whole week and she felt like she was on cloud nine that uh, to get that special thanks that was very genuine. So that was a fun fill my bucket moment but even more so um i loved the story in that from the tanner group i forgot her name the lady that spoke about the example of the airline company and the train company that were facing the same fuel crisis and how differently they managed it and i loved how the train company looked at it as a people concern and went to their team their drivers to help resolve it and how empowering that was and so we used that example quite a bit to convey a message, and it was it was a great example that we used a lot through different leads organization leads meetings and through our whole company wide meeting, and even with my team in China, uh, I've been working with them, and the team lead over there is just hungry for your information, and so I actually individually translated many words in that whole program. It's been about an hour or two for him, translating all those words and messages in that. Uh, podcast and he really appreciated it. So we got a good kick out of it. It was a good bonding moment for the both of us. So hope that helps. Thanks. Bye. 
Oh, it cut her off right at the end there. Hey, Carol Lee, thank you so much for this feedback. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad you did the translation because my Mandarin is not so good. So thanks for, uh, I can only imagine you sitting there translating individual words out of a podcast. I hope it was fun and, and, and humorous at the same time. Hey, the uh, show you're, shows you're thinking about are episodes 79 and 80, the benefits you get from a recognition program, and then 10 steps to create a recognition program. And the person you're remembering from the OC OC Tanner is Michelle Smith. Uh, Michelle just did a fantastic job. Uh, they are the industry leading uh, folks on recognition, and they are good people as well. So, uh, if that's something your organization is looking at doing, um, wanting to recognize people better, and wanting to know how to do it, definitely go check out that. Uh, definitely go check out those episodes. And um, and Carly, on a personal note, just thank you so much. Carly's actually sent me written notes. Um, I know she regularly goes out and, and listens to the show where she's like out for a walk on Sunday mornings. And I, I actually once got a picture of a deer that she saw when she was out on her hike and listening to the show. She sent me this uh, picture of a deer over email. So that's awesome. By the way, any of you out there who uh, see wildlife while you're listening to the show, I'm always happy to be uh, tweeted or emailed pictures of that. So thanks for doing that, Carolee. And on a serious note, Carolee um, has actually taken the show and has her whole team listening. And I know they have regular conversations in the office about the show and topics on the show and books that I recommend on the show. So Carolee, thank you so much for, for all of that. I, I just, you know, the enthusiasm you have and your your kindness and your dedication, um, you definitely are a great example of, of what you all do. And I so appreciate it. You definitely keep me motivated and keep me enthusiastic about the work I'm doing. So thank you so much for that. All right, uh, let's uh, jump over here next to Kirk. Take it away, Kirk. Hey, Dave, this is Kirk Morrison. Uh, sending you a shout out from Lloydminster, Canada's border city. Hey, congrats on show 100. Uh, it's an amazing milestone and it's been an incredible journey. Uh, Dave, I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate uh, the way that you engage in uh, the audience uh, with uh, feedback and questions. And I just wanted to share with the audience that I recall an instance where I came to you with uh, kind of a half-baked idea to do some personality work with my team remotely and I remember when you asked me what I wanted uh, my team to be doing differently as a result of this uh, I was really stumped for an answer and uh, in the end uh, we decided that uh, uh, if we were going to work together in that capacity uh, it needed to be um, really a full-on uh, solution and um, you what I appreciate is that you didn't accept that work um, I think because um, you wanted it to be uh, great if we were gonna do it and you did point me in, an, in another direction if I did want to do some of that work uh, but cautioned that I needed to put a lot more thought into what my objectives were and so in reflection one of my motivations for procuring your consulting services was really in response to some guilt that I'd been consuming all of this great content on the Coaching for Leaders show for free. And I think one of the things that I've now come to realize is that the way I can give back to um, the Coaching for Leaders community is by really engaging in the website, on the comments section, um, you know, when you get to work from that commute and you've had an opportunity to listen to a great podcast, why not jump on the website, take five minutes, 
at the start of your day to give some um, uh, feedback on the show, engage in any of the other community content. Um, certainly, um, we can't do it on our own, and it's great to be part of a community. And uh, you asked people to identify one thing they've learned on the show. And I think for me, the, the primary thing is that you need to lead yourself first. And I think that's especially important when times get tough. And so you need to do that work now, clarify your beliefs, your values, your vision, uh, so that you're prepared for any challenge when times do get tough. And uh, thanks, Dave. That's, that's about all I've got to say. And wanted to let you know that I think you're in the league of Michael Hyatt and Dave Ramsey. And I'm so glad to be part of your show and part of your... Yeah, I cut him off a little too there. Sorry about that, Kirk. Uh, Kirk, first of all, uh, thank you for the comparison of Michael Hyatt and Dave Ramsey. Those uh, those are two huge giants in the world of helping influence people. I, I am honored that you'd even think of me in the, the same category as, as them. I certainly uh, look up to Michael Hyatt and uh, many of the folks who are doing really big things out there in the world. So thank you for that that comparison. I, uh, I, I, I'm not sure I agree with it, but I, I so appreciate it. And, you know, Kirk, I, uh, I hope your guilt ends here <laughs> on, on benefiting from the show. Um, you know, I, I always want people to give back and to engage in the community because they want to. And I really uh, appreciate how much you have done that. And so thank you for doing that. And, um, you know, you all have heard me say on the show a few times, you know, whenever I'm working with people, one of the first things I ask is, uh, you know, what do you want people to come out of this doing differently? And anytime I'm working on training uh, facilitation, anything like that, or coaching, I'm always thinking from the end objective for the people I'm working with. And and that's one of the reasons, Kirk, uh, frankly, I haven't uh, done much yet, I say yet, uh, with uh, more things with this community as far as um, opportunities and, and coaching and courses. All, all of that will be coming in the future. Um, but one of the things is I want to make sure that is done well. So I'm not going to just put together something that is uh, you know a half-baked uh, process or program either. So there will be things coming in the future and, and lots of opportunities, but this show is always going to be available uh, for free. It's uh, And this community is always going to be here as long as I can continue to do it. And so I hope that you'll continue to engage and thank you for being such a leader on that. And uh, you know, you've know you done a lot of things in your both professional life and personal life that you and I have talked about uh, over the last year or so that show that you are a wonderful example of that in so many ways. So whether that's on leaving a message on this podcast or blog, that's great. But um, not everyone will have a chance to do that each week or, or be able to do that. So if you're one of those folks that's never been on the website or never left a piece of feedback, that's okay. My only thing I would ask you is go out and do something with what you get on the show. So if that means you, you know, you've been listening for two years to the show and I've never heard from you or never engaged with you, but you've gone out and done something that has blessed people in this world and brought peace and prosperity to someone else because of something you've gained on the show, then that is amazing. That is, that is more thanks than I could ever uh, imagine. So, so please keep doing that. Kirk, you're a great example of that, and I hope you continue to do that as well. Let me uh, go here next to Susie. Hi, Dave Stahoviak. This is Susie Farthing with the One Love for Nurses podcast. Congratulations on episode number 100 of Coaching for Leaders. That is fantastic. You do an awesome job with this program. I just really appreciate all the hard work I know that you put into each and every show. I began listening, I guess, around episode number 76 when you did the show on how to handle people who smell. 
Well, you really caught my attention with that one, and I have been listening avidly ever since then. I appreciate the work that you do. Um, Although I'm not in any kind of executive leadership position, I I do listen and take what you say to heart because I believe firmly that it is making me an all-around better person. So thank you, Dave, and keep up the good work. Hey Susie, thank you so much for this uh, for your feedback. And yeah, I remember that show on uh, how to handle people who smell. It was episode seventy six, and uh, you know we we did it sort of in a light, humorous way. Uh, at the same time, there's some really serious uh, content in there too. Uh, so uh, thanks again to Jacqueline for Thorpe for coming on that episode. So check that out if that's something you've ever had to deal with, or just put it in the back of your mind if you have that come up in your uh, in your professional life. Hopefully, you won't. But um, you know, Susie has a podcast as well. We've been uh, been, uh, really fortunate to get to know Susie because she has this great show called One Love for Nurses. And I actually appeared on her episode. uh, It's at onelovefornurses.org. And I was on episode number 19 of her show, How to Influence Without Authority. And it's a great inspirational show for nurses. And so if you know anyone who's a nurse in the healthcare profession, uh, that's a great resource for them. So be sure to uh, send them Susie's way. Uh, Susie does wonderful, wonderful uh, content and shows for people in the nursing profession. So uh, definitely send folks her way if you know anyone who would benefit from that. And you know, Susie, I want to mention one thing you commented on here that you're you're not an executive. Um, you know, uh, I and I hope uh, you all are hearing this as you hear feedback from the show. You know, I would say actually probably a minority of people who listen to the show are executives. Um, there's certainly a, a good chunk of people who are executives listen to the show, but there's a whole lot of other folks who are not in executive positions, and it is very intentional that this is not called coaching for managers. Uh, you know, management is a position. Leadership is the ability to influence people to an objective that's going to benefit both you and the people you're influencing. And so leadership can happen at an executive level. It can happen as a manager. It can happen as a parent. It can happen as a public school teacher. It can happen as a volunteer. Uh, it can happen as a friend. And so, and I'm a big believer that leadership can apply in all those situations. And I think about all those situations when I'm putting shows together. And so, um, if you're not an executive manager or in a, in a high-level executive role, um, don't feel like the show wouldn't be valuable for you because it, it, I always aim for it to be valuable for anyone who wants to create more peace and prosperity in the world and wants to reach out and influence others in a positive way. And if that's you, then uh, hopefully the show has been valuable to you. Susie, thank you so much for the feedback. And thank you for all of the comments and uh, tweets and messages. You you really keep me going as well, too. And I really appreciate that a whole bunch. Okay, next uh, piece of feedback here is from Tiago. Hi, Dave. It's a pleasure to leave this message. Please forgive my Brazilian accent. Well, the most important thing in my professional career so far comes from two old podcasts two and four respectively. After listening to both podcasts, I couldn't understand the importance of building rapport first. By using the FROM model, future, reality, obstacles and meaning, and understanding what coaching is, I stopped mentoring and acting as a consultant to really start coaching my personnel. I feel that now I'm more person than method or technique oriented. The result is better relationship and openness from my team. Uh, I guess this is it. Bye. 
Diajo, thank you so much for the feedback. Brazilian accents always welcome on the show. Call in anytime. So thank you so much for calling in. It's great to hear from you. And yeah, that's going back a ways. That's from that's from episode two and episode four, almost two years ago. Uh, episode two is how to build rapport, and episode four, what is coaching. And um, and so definitely go check those out. Tiajo, I'm so glad that you uh, are listening. Uh, from Brazil, and I'm just really excited to have you as part of the community. Thank you for your messages and and for making uh, this show a, a small part of your development as well. And by the way, uh, for those of you out there wondering how to get to some of the earlier episodes, I am uh, keenly aware that on most of the directories, they only go 50 episodes back. So if you go on iTunes or some of the other directories, uh, you can't get past like episode now, number 50 or 51 are the oldest ones there. It's a limitation with the technology I'm using, and I'm actually looking at upgrading that in the very near future within the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping to be able to get more on the directories, but you can always go to coachingforleaders.com slash whatever episode you're looking for and get there directly, and you can stream it right off the website. So uh, so, so that's a resource available to you and uh, more coming soon on, on directories. I, I, I do need to get a page up, just a library of all the episodes, and that is on my radar screen, so I will get that up very soon. But Tiazio, thanks so much for listening. I'm so grateful to have you as part of the community as well. I'm going to transition now to uh, the other side of the world here in Australia. Carmel, it's all yours. Hi, Dave. My name is Carmel and I'm absolutely delighted to be to speaking to you guys in the States. My name's Carmel. As I said, I am the principal of a primary school here in Melbourne in Australia. I absolutely love your show. Um, I love the show. I love the material. The material that you present is uh, it's sound, uh, it's rigorous, but the best part about it is that it's down to earth and it's common sense material. I love the fact that it's so grounded. Um, I suspect that that's because you interview real practitioners in real context with real issues and with with lovely real stories that's what I love about the show and I've been able to pick up some little gems from your show along the way and um, little gems that are kind of placed into a meaningful context Um, a couple of them have been one was be the change you want to see in others and it was said by Gandhi but it was quoted in your show in in a meaningful context and so I was able to to use that another one was um, know thyself that was in one of your podcasts on communication Um, it was great for me as a leader here in in Melbourne uh, in Australia in a a primary school and I was I presented to my staff um, a couple of a couple of days ago on we did a I did a presentation on conducting difficult conversations so that the 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 meeting was on teamwork in times of stress and the need to conduct difficult conversations was so good to be able to integrate your fantastic little gems into my presentation um, on on conducting those conversations. Sometimes in uh, Australia in the education sector we call them open to learning conversations. The result of it was that there was a lovely chit chat in the staff room the next day. Some of it was joking but I suspect that's a stage of development but some of it was more serious. I love the show Dave. Keep up the great content, the great 
podcasts. Thanks. Carmel, thank you so much for the feedback. I'm so honored to have you listening from across the ocean and utilizing what I've been mentioning on the show with your team as well. And I so appreciate also your comment about, uh, you know, picking people that have been, you know, kind of real life practitioners out there to go talk to. That is something that I am very intentional about. Uh, You know, once in a while, I will have someone come on who maybe is a little more theoretical and is more of a kind of an uh, academic researcher on something. Um, But by by and large, I want to talk to people who've done stuff. I want to talk to people who've done cool stuff in the world and have made people's lives better. And to the extent that I can bring people on the show who've done that, um, and and I'm going to be doing that even more in the future. That those are the people I want to talk to. I think you know, I, I want to talk to kind of those everyday leaders, the people who are out there doing great stuff in the world, and that you may not otherwise hear about, and and to tell you their stories and to be able to. For us all to be able to learn from them, I think that that's uh, I think that's that's really good work to be able to do on this show. And so uh, I'm so glad that you have listened to the show. I'm so glad you've applied it both uh, professionally and personally. And thank you so much for your emails. And I really am just I'm just honored to have uh, someone you know listening in Australia going you know driving to work. It's just uh, it, that's really cool. Anyway, <laughs> let me uh, transition next here to Muhammad. Hi, Dave. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to contribute to this great show. My name is Mohammed Al Khalifa and I'm from Saudi Arabia. About a year ago, I, w- I was searching the iTunes for some materials to improve my management and leadership style. And I found your show, I downloaded a few episodes, and since, then, this, since that time I've been hooked to it. I, I, have, I drive to work every day about coming back and forth about one hour and a half, and your show is my companion during the road. During this year, I have lots of excellent points and tips that I got, but one item that really stands out is working with the senior staff or employees that are older than me. We are, I work in Saudi Aramco with a multi-cultural and diverse staff. We have about 60,000. The team that I lead is composed of uh, different staff from different ages from 30 to almost 58 and they have different culture background basically based on the tips that I got from the show I modified my daily interaction and how you deal with them and now I express my sincere gratitude to the senior staff and I tell them that I'm, I'm building on their experience and I want their expertise to be part of our team knowledge and with time, I, I, get, I get their mutual respect, and we built a warm, really, relationship, and overall, we have improved the team spirits. And there's a lot of other points and that really I got in the show, but I'll keep it only to this one. Thank you for the great show, and I really appreciate all the tips that I'm getting from you. Take care. Mohammed, thank you so much for calling in the feedback, and uh, I'm so glad the show has been helpful to you. And the topic that uh, he mentioned on that skill of working with senior staff, the seven principles for leading people older than you was episode 59. So check that out if that's something that's relevant to you. And Mohammed, I just I appreciate your engagement with the community. You were uh, on that live webinar I did a few months ago. Uh, we've emailed back and forth, even the year traveling the world and furthering your education. And I just so appreciate that you've made this show 
uh, from a different country, different culture, just part of your development and that, that I've had the honor to be able to influence you in some way and our guests have had the honor to be able to do that. Uh, you know, it's just it's just really incredible to me. And I I uh, I put Muhammad's feedback here last because and I just I think we're living in pretty amazing times. Like I can be sitting here in Southern California in the United States talking into a microphone and you are on the road in Saudi Arabia listening on your commute. And that to me is amazing that that can happen. And uh, and I just really uh, I, I really value that privilege to be a part of your development, Muhammad, and I, I hope that it continues for a long time, and, uh, and I'm excited for what you're doing. And, and I hope that uh, for all of you who listen, uh, you know, I know there's so many more of you out there that uh, you know, didn't have a chance to call in or contribute for this episode. By the way, you can still do that, so I'll, I'll tell you more about that in just a second. But um, for everyone out there listening, if you've been a part of this community for any length of time, and, and if you've listened to one episode, you're part of this community, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for, for being a part of this. And like I said, if you go out and do something as a result of this show, that is uh, more thanks than I uh, can ever ask for of you doing something to better the world. That is a big, big, uh, that is a big focus for me. And so um, I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. So the best way to do that is to go to coachingforleaders.com slash 100. That'll take you to the notes for this episode. You'll see uh, comments from all the people who called in here, uh, links if they left it, and all the episode numbers that were mentioned on the feedback. I have uh, taken the time to go ahead and put links to all those episodes here in the show notes. So so really, uh, really good use of your time to go back and check out the show notes if you heard anything here today that you may want to go check out again or check out for the first time if you just started listening to the show recently. So coachingforleaders.com slash 100. I'd love to hear what you thought about the episode here today too. And of course, you can always call in feedback if you're in the States here that's uh can be super easy just pick up the phone and leave the message at 94938learn and uh, emails great too feedback at coachingforleaders.com uh, i did want to mention a couple of announcements here before uh wrapping things up uh, so three things before i let you go uh first of all number one is if you would like to uh submit some feedback that you didn't have a chance to get in before the 100th episode, please do that. I'll be sure to play that uh, upcoming here. And I, I, you know, I just really enjoyed hearing from all of you. And um, to, to the extent that, you know, I've realized that speaking of those three words uh, from Oliver's comment from earlier, you know, one of my words this year was showing up and being engaged with the community that's built around this show and engaging with people online more. And I have really enjoyed being able to hear all your feedback and to the extent that I'm going to start. Uh, my plan is to officially now start to have question and answer shows be a regular part of this podcast. Uh, I don't know how often yet. It'll depend on uh, how often I get questions and feedback from everyone, but uh, I might have that as a part of the episode every week, or we may stop and you know do that as a do a question and answer show every three or four or five or 10 episodes. I'm not sure what'll work out best yet, but I'd love your thoughts on that. And if you would like to start submitting a question or comment or anything you have as far as feedback, or you're wondering about resources or books, or you have a question about a particular topic, 
please start leaving those. I'm going to start collecting them and we'll do our first Q&A episode here, uh, hopefully in just a few weeks. And so if you'd like to do that, go to coachingforleaders.com slash speak. That's the way a lot of you had called in your feedback already. So you can just do that from any computer with an internet connection. Again, coachingforleaders.com slash speak, or again, that hotline number 94938-LEARN. So feel free to call in questions anytime. I'm going to start answering them on the show because I love hearing from you. By the way, I'm already doing that on the website. I do a weekly video feedback uh, to answer a community question. So check that out at coachingforleaders.com as well. So that's uh, announcement number one. Second announcement and the most important one, actually, I guess two of two announcements. Um, you know, it's really a great time of celebration for uh, me hitting this milestone, uh, episode number 100, uh, being able to hear from all of you. And there's really some great things going on in my life as well, too, and uh, and and with Bonnie and me. And one of them, and some of you may have seen uh, announcement on Facebook and Twitter over the weekend, is that we are expecting another baby. And I'm so excited. You've heard me talk about Luke on this show many times. Um, you know, Bonnie and I struggled with uh, infertility for for many, many years, five, uh, five or six years. We um, waited for Luke to show up in our lives, and he's just been such a blessing to us and has touched us in ways I've uh, never imagined. Uh, it's just so exciting being a parent. And we weren't sure if we were going to be able to ever have a second child. We dreamed of having a second child and it is happening. Uh, we're going to be uh, welcoming another little one to the world in February. So I'm really excited to be able to share that news with you now. Uh, we just finished our first trimester. And so um, so really exciting things going on in our lives too. And uh, know that, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, trying, you know, working to keep everything balanced, <laughs> personal, professional, the show. Uh, and I'm really, uh, I just, I just want to let you know that's, uh, that's cool things happen in our lives. And, you know, I think for, for those of us who have, uh, you know, really close families and kids, those are just, that's just the most important thing in life. And, uh, it's, it's just, such a neat thing. So I just wanted to share that great news with you. And so you can celebrate with us as well, too. And then uh, let's see, finally, let me leave you with the story this week. You know, when I was a kid, I was never one of those kids that had a passion for sports, really, or, uh, or you know, all, a lot of the things kids normally have, have passions for. I, I was one of those kids that I just loved technology. I loved computers and I loved communication. And I always just wanted to see like what cool ways there could be to communicate and, and, and work with technology. My favorite place to go. And those of you who grew up here in the States will recognize this. My favorite place to go when I was a kid was to go to Radio Shack. I loved it when my dad would take me over to Radio Shack and get to see all the electronic kits and the radios. And when I was old enough, I got to, uh, I got for a gift or I purchased, I can't remember, uh, what used to be in the U.S. here called Citizens Band Radio, CB Radios. And I had this walkie-talkie. You know, with most kids, they get those like Fisher-Price walkie-talkies and they kind of, you can talk two-way radio across the lawn to your friend. That wasn't good enough for me. I wanted one of those walkie-talkies, the professional ones, the CB radios. And, and Radio Shack used to sell them. I don't think they do anymore, where um, the antenna was taller than me <laughs> when I bought it. And it is this amazing, like, you know, 10 AA batteries in it. And it had a range of five miles. And I remember the first time that I got someone on the other end of the walkie-talkie that was several miles away. And I was talking. I was like, man, that was that was cool. So when I was a kid, I wasn't thinking about, you know, sports teams and and all that stuff. 
I was thinking about how do I get an antenna large enough on my parents' house to be able to reach people farther? And I wanted to share that story with you because for me, you know, hearing feedback from Muhammad, for example, of uh, driving to work in Saudi Arabia and listening to this show and listening to the guests on the show, listening to your feedback, listening to me, I, you know, it's just a dream come true for me. The ability to be able to come to each week and to be able to influence in a positive way and to be a small part of your life. Uh, you know, I know how busy I am and, and how much I struggle sometimes to catch up and listen to podcasts. And I just want you to know that I am so grateful. And thank you so much for putting your trust in me, putting your trust in the show to be a part of your development. And uh, I hope that you'll continue to benefit from the show and that you'll continue to be a part of this community. And if there's anything ever I can do for you, please do let me know. Thank you so much this week to Mark Becker, Olin Jones, Susanna, Lucy Mayer, Shane Long, and Raj Burmy for subscribing to my weekly article this past week. I do publish that article each week. A couple of you mentioned it on the feedback that will give you that booster shot between shows on how to lead better, plus some actionable advice on improving your communications, human relations, or personal productivity. So if you'd like to get it too in your inbox each week, just go to coachingforleaders.com slash subscribe. Plus you'll get access to my video overview and you can download a guide on the 10 books that I think you should read to be an even better leader. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for letting me go a little long this week. I hope it's been valuable to you. And here's to the next 100. Have a great week, everybody.